is the MD's Fantasy Football Show with Dan Mader. Giving you the X's and O's of all things fantasy. Yeah, tend to agree. Let's head into our next match. <laughs> Let's talk about the Cleveland Browns first. I just want to say, Nick Chubb, I hope we see you back next year. That Definitely. if you guys saw it on social media, like his his looked like his leg almost got broken off. It was it was completely and utterly brutal uh, in that one. So I just want to do a quick shout out there for him first. As far as the other injuries go, right now, Derrick Henry was limited today. We're not too concerned about that. Amari Cooper was also limited with a groin and shoulder. Actually, he was did not practice with a groin and shoulder issue, so we're going to have to keep our eyes on Amari Cooper for this week. Make sure you tune back in tomorrow night at 930. We're going to have Brian Scott from the Injuries Podcast to go over all these injuries and what our expectations are for their playing time this upcoming week. We do need to talk about Deshaun Watson, <laughs> who I have in my QB 13, and uh, ECR has been 11. I'm not going to tell you to start Deshaun Watson. Look, it's not just that he looks lost out there. I think those type of things can be corrected over the course of a season of getting on the same page with the offensive play caller and the rest of the team. I think that could be corrected. What I don't think can be corrected is the fact that he looks like he is completely lost his arm. He has no control or velocity on the deep throws that made Deshaun Watson what Deshaun Watson was in Houston. That doesn't come back in a season. He doesn't look like he even has it anymore. You're looking for him to rush. That is only thing keeping him semi-fantasy relevant right now. Chase, are you going to start Deshaun Watson? Are you looking for other options? I'm hoping that you have other options. The uh, the two The two redraft teams that I have him on, uh, one I have Tua on. I'm, I'll obviously be starting Tua there. The other one I have Jordan Love on. And even though I've got, I have Deshaun Watson ranked as my number thirteen as well, like you did. Um, I'm seriously considering putting Love in over him this week. Uh, he's just, yeah, you're right. He doesn't look confident in any of his throws, and it looks like he's he looks mentally slow right now. And I don't mean that in in a pejorative sense. I mean it looks like it's taking him. He's not processing things quickly enough to make the right decisions. And when he does make that decision, it just looks like it's taking so long for that ball to get there and get out. He he's looked, he's looked just fine running the ball, but that needs to translate to being able to run, throw on the run. And right now he doesn't look like he's processing things well enough to be able to find people on the run and make the throws when he's running, he just has to run. And so, yeah, if, if you've got another option, I'd be jumping all over that right now. Um, yeah. Unless and until we see that he looks like he's playing at NFL speed passing wise. I don't, I don't think that he's a number one option right now. Hey, Cleveland Browns. Everything you touch at the quarterback position just turns to dust. Uh, Adam, help me out with Jerome four here for me. Uh, I'm assuming the ECR is going to catch up. Because right now it's sitting at 28. It's Wednesday. It's early. My rankings are actually up to date. Jerome Ford is my RB10 this week. I know it's against Tennessee, which is a tough matchup, but I don't and I don't care. They signed Kareem Hunt. We can we can go all day about the ghost of Kareem Hunt from last year. I he's not gonna have the Kareem Hunt role. I don't care. I'll get your I'll get your thoughts on that in a second. But Ford can actually do all three downs. He's going to be the guy right away this week. One, Hunt will be ready right away. Pierre Strong's a bum. Do you have Jerome Ford as an RB1 this week? 
I think he's on the fringes. I, I do think he's on the fringes. I might be a touch lower than you, but I, I definitely significantly higher than the ECR. Uh, as far as uh, Kareem Hunt goes, look, I, I think it's a similar situation to Minnesota in the sense that I think Kareem Hunt was brought to pass block effectively, uh, passing situations, obvious passing situations only, with the primary difference being the passing game is Minnesota's game. That is what is keeping them alive. The run game is Cleveland's game. That is what's keeping them alive. Jerome Ford is going to be the heart and soul of this team effectively. I mean, really, it's the defense. Really, it's the offensive line. But the run game is what's going to be keeping them offensively productive. uh, And that's going to live through Jerome Ford uh, through pretty much any metric you want to look at. Kareem Hunt in both as a receiver, which is like the one thing that you would hope Kareem Hunt still has. Not great last year. And as a rusher abysmal last year like most metrics abysmal so I, I don't think cream hunt really matters too much i would be aggressively targeting jerome Ford, uh especially after the cream hunt news um and yeah i i feel confident in him maybe 10 might be a little expensive for me uh but i feel he's a must play start in my opinion I just want to assure the people who spent all their fat budget and all their waivers getting Jerome Ford were like bummed out by the cream hunt news. Don't be. You're, no, not work. at all. You're going to lose your third and twelves, but that's it. <laughs> yeah, agreed. And, I, and that's literally all it's going to be. It's like, yeah, you might lose the obvious third and yeah, twelve type right. passing third and four, though, This team wants to. They wants to run. They want to throw the ball to the running back. They were throwing it to Nick Chubb, even though he was their running back. And this team was willing to let Kareem Hunt go because they liked Jerome Ford so much and his ability to do what Nick Chubb didn't typically do for them. And Kareem Hunt coming in, okay, great. But Jerome Ford can already do all of that as well. I think this was much more a marriage of convenience than it was, oh, we we, we can really use Kareem Hunt. If they thought they could have used Kareem Hunt, he still would, he would have been there. He would have come back before this it's a marriage of convenience because he already knows the system he already knows the the pass blocking calls that's that's what this is jerome ford is is easily easily a starting running back from here on out yeah and i I threw a ton of fab at him like everybody else so i i I tend to agree with you on that one i just want to mention amari cooper real quick we're gonna have to watch him on the injury list obviously but even with all the disaster going on in Cleveland, he still had 10 targets, seven receptions, and 90 yards. The ECR right now has him ranked at wide receiver 25. Having him ranked as a wide receiver three for this week is a joke. I got him at wide receiver 15. If Cooper plays, you play him. Hey, let's welcome Chris Dowhower to the show. Chris, what's going on, man? I was trying out her running back. You know, I was trying to see all the different <laughs> positions, all these different running backs that are hurt. I figure I try to give it a shot before I joined the show. I haven't got signed yet, um, but happy to be here i guess and keep the phone lines that. open keep the phone well, we'll lines hear back we'll, we'll hear in the morning chris dalhauer goes to cleveland uh, <laughs> chris help me out with the uh deandre hopkins out you here though i think he's just a wide receiver three from here on out man i know he was nicked up i know he's on a little bit of a smaller snap count than we would normally see him play last week and i know that Tannehill, on one hand did show that maybe he's not totally toast with a 2024 20, stat line 249 yards so there's a reason to have some hope but he just looks like he's lost a step. He reminds me a lot right now of Michael Thomas. They just look like shells themselves where you have to be willing to throw them jump balls in order for them to still stay relevant. And Traylon Burks looks like he's gaining steam. I think DeAndre Hopkins is a wide receiver 30 for me this week and might be a wide receiver three the rest of the season. Do you see the same or no? 
for this week, I definitely, def, you know, agree. Playing Cleveland in the secondary has been really good. It's really stingy this entire year for the most part. Uh, it's going to be a tough matchup for him, especially not, not being healthy. But I think, you know, when you're talking about Michael Thomas, DeAndre Hopkins, maybe they're the guys they were, you know, 2018, 2019. But what you are seeing is guys that are getting targets and the quarterbacks looking for them predominantly as that first read the majority of the time. I, I like Traylon Burks' big play potential, but he had three catches. Um, so I think, that, you know, John, DeAndre Hopkins is going to continue to be the guy for Tennessee. So I think he's a strong receiver three. I understand you're thinking, you know, he's not going to have necessarily that ceiling. But I think he could be a receiver two option for the out there this season because I think he's one of those guys that week in, week out, you can feel comfortable you're going to get something out of him. Yeah, I tend to agree. Elijah Moore, Traylon Burks, I'm not playing either one of them, but I'm still looking for horizons. Uh, David Njoku is just, uh, he's just your whole hum top 10 tight end. Play him if you got him, but you know, you never did really too excited about it. Chig right now is my tight end 21. He will move up if DeAndre Hopkins were to miss, but that would be about it. So I think we can go ahead and just move on to our next match.